Welcome to Economically Speaking, the information podcast designed to bring you the latest economic development news in the town and the surrounding area, hosted by Babylon IDA CEO Tom Dolan. Well, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome. My name is Tom Dolan, and you are listening to Economically Speaking, episode 12. On this episode, we're going to discuss disaster planning. Uh, and we're here with Erica Chase, and uh, you may recognize the name as Erica has been here in the past. Erica is part of the Farmingdale College Small Business Development Center. Uh, she's actually the regional director there and uh, has assisted over 10,000 small businesses by providing the necessary resources and solutions to help them succeed. Good afternoon, Erica. Good to see you again. Good to see you. Thank you so much for having me. So. This is a new variant. We had you come back. Um, disaster planning. Um, I know the first go around, um, a lot of businesses were taken off guard the way things happen. And hopefully we have a little bit of a heads up now uh, with this new variant coming. We see the increases in the cases and, and some of the business owners should keep a watch on this. Is there a shutdown or anything that you think that businesses should be preparing for right now? Yeah, I do think that they should be preparing. Um, All indicators that I've been reading about um, doesn't look like there'll be a full shutdown as there was back in March of 2020, but businesses really need to plan as if there will be another shutdown or a real slowdown within their business. Um, Customers are really going to be the driving force on how they need to behave. Um, You know, customers may and will likely behave differently Mm -hmm. um, as positivity numbers increase, as we move into the cooler weather, or more uncertainty is out there about variants or boosters. When is somebody truly safe and overall safety? Sure. Uh, That makes a lot of sense. And, and we know, we've talked about this in the past, that, you know, businesses do get caught up in the day-to-day of, of trying to, you know, especially now, trying to catch up to where COVID left many of them. Um, and some of that was pretty devastating to some of the businesses. But when prioritizing your business needs, what would you recommend, like, right now? Like, what's the first thing that, out of the box that they should be looking at? So sure, I think for um, the first step, um, most businesses have known about what resources were out there. The EIDL loan, the New York State Forward loan, the New York State grant, the PPP, all of those may have been exhausted by the business owners, but there are some of those programs that they may be stuck in um, due to processing. Um, So what I would suggest for them to do is make sure that their applications are still moving forward. They may have received a letter of either denial or looking for additional information from the SBA. So it's really important for them to take stock in where they are in those applications and kind of revisit them to kind of close the book on that. Um, You know, for instance, the EIDL, um, we've been getting a lot of phone calls from business owners. They just don't understand why they're being requested information. And the SBA isn't quite straightforward with the information that's missing. Um, So the SBDC, uh, my business advisors, can dig in with them and kind of troubleshoot some of those things and dig in with their paperwork and say, does this match your application? 
And we oftentimes find where the problem is, and then we can get ahead of it, give the SBA the paperwork that they need to continue processing. Disaster applications or programs that are out there is just one thing that they can do, but they really should be thinking about it, getting those applications in. Um, With the PPP, they should get their forgiveness applications in. Um, and kind of put to rest, get that cash in their bank so they have the extra cash so they can spend it on the appropriate um, expenses. Sure. Um, That makes a lot of sense. And could you just tell our listeners a little bit as far as about these applications and more about who's eligible? And and most of them, like you're saying, they're in this process right now. And I think it's great what you just said as far as your advisors to have that resource help them work through this is is so important to be able to get the bank to them. But maybe you could just kind of highlight that a little bit what that is. Sure. Um, and, and in our experience, there have been business owners that we've come across that March of 2020 or through the last year, they said, I'm not there yet. I don't need the assistance. They're, they're trying to do it on their own. But this is the time there are still two really good grant programs are available um, to apply for. Um, <clears throat> one is a loan, the IDLE loan, which is the Economic Injury Disaster Loan. It's through the SBA. Um, any business owner who has suffered losses due to COVID can apply. Um, it's a low interest rate, which is 3.75 for businesses and 2.75 for not-for-profits. It can go out to a 30-year term, so it's a long term. So your payment could be not right. burdensome, and right. you have that cash. So you can use the cash for working um, capital and any other normal Um, operating expenses, which cash, as we know, is king for small businesses. So um, pretty easy application. They will continually ask you for additional documentation, especially if you have a uh, complicated business structure or if there are many owners or if there's affiliate businesses a part of your business. So just be patient with the process. They will get through it. They have been doing these loans for 70 years um, and there's still money uh, available. Um, The loans go up to $500,000. When when they started, they were a lot less of a threshold. So now they're adding money to those loans. They're actually contacting business owners who had originally applied and seeing if they want to take out more money. Um, What I would suggest, if your cash flow has not been great um, and if your credit has been compromised where perhaps you couldn't get lending from a traditional bank, just say from nine months from now, this is a great source to have that funding available for you Mm. to use going forward to run your operations. So that is the EIDL loan. Um, The New York State Recovery Loan, they just um, expanded their eligibility also. Um, I'm sorry, it's not a loan, it's a grant. So it's the New York State Recovery Grant. Um, The businesses have had to been in operation before March of 2019. So they're really looking at more stable businesses to um, grant money to. they must continue to be in operation as of the date of the application. If they're on hold because of the the, the environment that they're in, that's okay. They right. need to be up and running. They, uh, they need to be able to turn that light switch on and be back in business. Okay. Um, their gross revenue receipts um, had to have been between 25000 and which is the update, $2.5 million. Um, prior to that, it was a lot less of a th- threshold. Yeah. So that's a, a good change that they just made back in um, 
last month. Okay. To show, um, to be eligible, you need to show a loss of 25% of your revenue from 20 um, and 19. So okay. they want to see that loss of 25% or more. Um, and that also includes, which they did not have until just recently also, that includes any unemployment assistance, the federal pandemic money that people took for unemployment. So they have to add that into their um, oh, okay. gross revenue. So okay. that could hurt some people, sure. but I think that they you know, looked at the whole thing and it's still a federal program, they're federal dollars. So right. it just has federal rules on it. And like you said, grant. Don't have to give that yeah grant. so the grant um, you could receive paycheck protection program money um, as long as the total was two hundred and fifty thousand dollars or less so if you made three hundred thousand dollars total between PPP PPP one and two right. you would not be eligible okay. um, so they're kind of looking at the smaller businesses um, you could have received a, an advanced grant through IDLE of $10,000 or less. If you receive the targeted advanced grant of $5,000 or less, you're still eligible. Um, if you received the SBA Shuttered Venue Grant, which not that many, sure. that's a small window of people that could have gone for that. And the Restaurant Revitalization Grant, if you remember RRF applications, most of those applications are pending due to a, a lawsuit that came about in Tennessee and Texas, I believe. Okay. And they were saying this lawsuit states that the federal government was discriminating against all sorts of businesses, so they just kind of put the hold. Gotcha. So you can apply for the um, New York State Recovery Grant. If at the time that you're awarded a grant through New York State, you will need to make a decision whether you want to wait to see what happens with the restaurant grant right. or just say I'm going to delete that application with the restaurant revitalization and take this money. So the loan, the grant amounts for this program um, are anywhere between 5000 and 50000 is the max, 50000 and that's based on your gross receipts. So anything under $50,000 of gross receipts, you would get 5000 and um, gross receipts of 100000 to $2.5 million, you wow. would get 50000 So it's not a huge grant, but it's a grant. So that's, right. that's great. That's right. Yeah. Free money is good. Mm-hmm. Right? So that, that's excellent. And, they, and again, you're available to help people and walk them through that, that whole process. Uh, because, again, in these times, we know that it's probably a little overwhelming for some businesses as they're trying to keep their businesses going to also... Especially the small, small businesses, it's very difficult for. So the uh, Farmingdale Small Business Development Center is a great resource for that. You know, many small businesses, we were, we were talking before, they were unprepared uh, the last time that the things shut down. But there may be, like you said, probably not a shutdown, but maybe a slowdown. And maybe you can kind of walk us through what you think a business, what they should be thinking about right now as far as moving forward with that, kind of hanging out over their heads. Yeah, certainly um, I think business owners really need to look at their business operations. They know their business operations, mm. not wishing upon a star anymore, if you will, yeah. um, not hoping for that last client to come in, but do you know a reality check on what's happening within your business. When are your slow times? So maybe you want to change your hours, adjust your hours so you're not paying for staff to be there during those hours. Um, you know talk to your customers 
See what their needs are. This is a time where you really need to be customer driven more so than ever. Mm. Um, we need to meet the needs of the customer, how they want to be served, what they want to be served, and really answer those things. I think in better times, um, businesses or business owners could pick and choose how they want to provide their services or, or sell their products. Right. But in times like this, it has to much um, be much more customer driven. You know, for instance, if you have a um, another example of what they could do during this time is if you're an office building um, and you have a staff of 20, you really want to think about the health and safety of your staff as well, but the sure. continuation of your operations. Right. So you may want to think about splitting your staff in half having an A group and a B group. If mm. you can have them working from remotely, half of the group and half in the office. Perhaps you have half the group come in for five days, working remotely five days, and then switching for that B group and A group. So you always have a core group of um, employees to answer the needs of your customers right. or your operations. Right. And that's going to give you a little bit of peace of mind if something were to happen where one of your employees or two of your employees come and say, I was exposed to COVID Delta, um, I'm showing symptoms, I have to stay home, now you're worried about everyone they came in contact with in your office. So working on skeleton crews if you can, right. um, and put in place those remote working um, environments if you can to keep your employees safe. So that's another idea of how um, they can look at their operations and kind of tweak it during this time. And that, that's so important, and that's what this is. This is about kind of like some critical thinking drills in some sense right now. And like I said, we just went through something very similar. So I think when they think through some of the businesses, they'll probably be able to relate because we kind of just went through this. So hopefully it's a little fresh, and then, but it's just about taking that action moving forward. And again, this is something that uh, the Small Business Development Center can help them with and kind of help organize them so that God forbid this really does come back again and they have to do this again they're prepared moving forward yeah especially um i think meeting with the small business development center again our services are free you get to um chat with a business advisor i think that's important free yeah free is right. free is awesome right, right. Um, so it's a business advisor for you to, to brainstorm, to think through your operations, because yours is going to be different than your neighboring business. Absolutely. Um, and to tell your business advisor where you're at, how you do things, and just get some ideas for you going forward. Um, whether you like those ideas or not, or you implement them or you don't, but it's just someone to talk two that's impartial if you're talking to friends or family they're not impartial people into your business they're no worried for you they're worried for you uh, your safety or whatever right. so a business advisor from the SBDC is really going to be a true partner um, and only looking at the health and wellness of your business going forward so right. it's a really great resource for you i, oh, I strongly well, say take advantage well that's why again I, I love having you here and i want to have you come back again in the future because there's so much great information that you put out there that is it's so important right now and uh, we want all these businesses to make sure that they make it you bring up something we were talking and and you shared about lean budgeting. Maybe you can just kind of walk us through what lean budgeting is and how a business can utilize that concept. Yeah, sure. So everyone knows when, when things are tough, you want to look at all your expenses and see where you can cut. 
Um, we've had um, examples of business owners rethinking or renegotiating, looking at insurance policies. Where is there, you know, they typically just go up every year. Right. Can you sit down with your broker and say exactly what you are insuring, what you right. need? Maybe there's something that you don't need anymore. Um, maybe yeah, five years you put it so, into place. Yeah. Um, maybe you need something more to protect you and certainly you want to take care of that and talk to them about that. With your vendors, uh, this is something that goes on to your operations as well and many businesses found this to be true. They used a vendor, the shutdown happened, that vendor could no longer supply them and they were caught so they could not get their goods that they resold so it's something that you want to and the small business development center can do some research for you for other vendors that give you what you need you can do your due diligence have conversations with them maybe there's cost savings with going with a new vendor certainly you want to look at your quality and make sure that they're going to meet the needs of your business but that's another way you can kind of dig in and see sure. those relationships see where you can cut right. um, lean budgeting is really important uh, the rule of thumb um, if possible small businesses um, during a, a slowdown or, or times when they can see something coming down the road um, really want to put away seven to ten percent of their income um, as part of the cash reserves and that's going to be important and again if you still have your PPP outstanding as a loan right, right. now you want to do that forgiveness application because that's going to be cash in your bank for your cash flow um, needs over the next six months or so gotcha. so you want to kind of collect all your cash cut costs where you can sure. um, and really think about the true needs in a slow time gotcha you know we 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 did get to see a little bit of that um, when everything happened. I mean, the economy was doing pretty well. And you did have, like you said, there were businesses who did that kind of planning and did have the ability or they wanted to see if they could work through the issue. But there were also businesses that in a very short time, they were panicking. And these were good times. So that 7 to 10%, putting that money away for an emergency type fund is so important or just being able to tap a resource that you have that that money available because like you said you don't know if the government's going to jump in the way they did with this in the future yeah and that, that there that's always a concern if another program will not come but um, I always try to instill in my business um, clients don't rely on that Um, You know, you really need to think about your own rainy day funds to get you to that point. And then if there is a program, then you can use those funds going forward for your operating costs and taking the revenue out of your business rather than paying your operating costs to repay yourself back. You can't pay yourself back from, you know, these grant programs, but you can certainly move forward and use those for your salaries or your... um, everyday operating expenses. And I think, and I don't know if I'm jumping ahead, but I think you also mentioned they should look at insurance. There, there may be insurance out there to help protect you against something like what we went through with the COVID. Is that, does that make 
sense? Yeah, I think there's, um, you know, you want to talk to a broker. Um, we learned a lot about insurance and what the pitfalls were after Superstorm Sandy on, on Long Island. Right. But interruption insurance may be something gotcha. um, that would work in a, in a situation where you're shut down for right. such and such. Um, we did hear that, you know, the fine print of those policies were not during a pandemic um but you can talk to a broker and see what else is out there you know so many people are office types of businesses put in remote working um, policies but what they smaller businesses don't have is the it infrastructure um to ward off any cybersecurity. so you really want to think about um Connecting with an IT specialist mm-hmm. with cybersecurity and putting in protections for your infrastructure, your your technology infrastructure, and I do know that there is insurance um, available for you know IT type of breaches into your data and things like right, that or sure. losses. So that's something that may become more. Um, business owners will become more aware of and mm-hmm. be looking to put those things in place as remote working is more and more acceptable and part of our lives. Sure, that makes a lot of sense. You know, we, again, as you sit and listen, and, and I almost believe that in many ways, I mean, we have a large audience out there. We're all around the world now, which is kind of funny, right? We mentioned that. But a lot of what we're talking about today, because we talked about some of the large companies and some of the ones that we even at the Industrial Development Agency get to deal with, they kind of have those resources available to them. But it's the real small businesses that, that I think is a real niche for the Small Business Development Center. Absolutely. So one of the questions we want to say, so you know, what are other ways a business may promote or sell products when preparing for a decrease with customers or just kind of trying to keep it with pace and trying to get ahead of the game a little bit. What would your suggestion be on that? Yeah, well, here we are in September already. So the holiday season is right around the corner. Um, and, And really, again, what I said before about thinking about that customer, their fears, um, their uncertainties going forward, you really want to kind of get them on the shopping now. Um, and thinking about any, you can even promote, you know, different promotions through this early fall into the, you know, later fall sure. to get that revenue up. When times are good, if you're selling a lot now, kind of stock away money for those colder months where we just don't know what's going to happen. Gotcha. And right. I, I don't think we can bury our head in the sand to think that things are not going to retreat. Um, you know, customers are not going to retreat, but this is a great time to start energizing your marketing efforts to, to think about how you're going to reach people. What's, what's fun and new and exciting about your service or your product that they can tap into now for down the road. Um, most of the towns on Long Island, um, most of the townships have, um, extended the outdoor seating for the restaurants, which is awesome. I really applaud all the towns that have done that for their restaurants. Um, But you really want to get them out during the nicer weather. I still do know that there are a lot of people who are concerned about you know, catching COVID and what does it mean and is my vaccine that I got six months ago still good? Um, So you do want to promote your selling around um, your safety measures. Rethink about them. I think we've all kind of relaxed a bit. Um, You see a lot of people without masks and maybe that they just don't 
they're just tired of it and they yeah. don't want it yeah. or they don't believe in it but there is a huge population that still is concerned so you want to make sure that you're still following real good sanitizing of things and sure. um, your staff is wearing masks um, you know when appropriate and, and all of that um, to make them feel that they want to visit your storefront or your restaurant or whatever retail type of store you have to remind them that you're still on top of the pandemic sure. that's again what we just don't know what's out there that's true um, and I've heard you say this multiple times as far as so important right now to you know know not only know who your customers are but to make sure that you're in touch with your customers so that you can serve them the way they need to be served and I know you said that earlier again but it, it's as you go through these things these things just keep coming back to me as I listen to you how important that is because we don't know what the future holds, but if you could at least contact and have their contact information or know how to get in touch with them, you can put out these promotions or things that you're doing to find out how they need to be sold or, or whatever. So great, great uh, advice. If a business owner is listening to you right now, what is the one of the biggest things that you'd like to, maybe the message that you'd like to give them? I think uh, be ahead of it as best you can mm -hmm. and then communicate. Um, communication is so critical. I know that, um, you know, whether you're communicating with employees, what's going on, be upfront with them, share with them. Unknown is very scary. People leave you when they're not sure what you're doing. Right. They will find I've someplace else. Sure. Yeah. Um, but if you're communicating with your staff on what your policies are going to be, what's plan A, plan B, and plan C, and share that. And when are you going to put those in the um, those different plans into effect. Sure. Um, communicate with your customers, like you said, it's really important. Um, you know, I got that as, from you. So. Yeah, <laughs> uh, when they when they come in now shopping, right. you know, right. touch base, say, oh, can I, you know, co connect with my Facebook or my sure. Instagram, so they stay connected to you, and then so you you know you'll be able to communicate with them. If you're going to change hours, communicate with them so they know, oh, I can't shop there on Tuesday, but I'm going to be there on Wednesday. So they just don't show up and they say, oh, forget it, I'll go next door to buy something. Right. Um, and then, of course, we've all learned uh, when times are really, really tough and you can't pay your vendors at the typical time that you do, getting out in front of that. To communicate with them and saying I've got my accounts receivable they're coming in 45 days late you will be paid and pretty much within a disaster time or in a real a real bad times your vendors if you've been with them for a while they're going to understand and they they put a note in your file that you're going to be sending it. Sure. so again communication is really key sure so. it makes sense really makes a lot of sense well Erica we want to we want to thank you again for being here uh, you can again, if you'd like, please maybe share right now how the listeners uh, can get in touch with the Farmingdale Small Business Development Center and hopefully hook up with one of your advisors. Yeah, so the best, easiest way to contact us is through email. Um, it's SBDC, that stands for Small Business Development Center. So it's SBDC at farmingdale.edu. Um, my, I have three admin staff that answer that email right away. They'll connect you um, as a client of ours. Um, and then within a few hours, a business advisor will contact them and set up a time that's appropriate for them um, to meet. Um, they'll meet 
uh, via phone. Um, businesses are busy, so they sure. can just shoot off an email with a whole bunch of questions, and then the business advisor can answer them. And of course, we are still meeting people virtually um, through Zoom or Google Meet or right. Microsoft Teams, however they want to. Sometimes it's FaceTime on iPhone to iPhone. Yeah. Um, but however the customer wants to be met, we are meeting them. Um, right now, we still are not meeting people face-to-face, -face, and that's a decision I've made um, for now to keep my staff safe sure. so they can continue to work with the larger community. Um, and I haven't had any pushback. Right. I think business owners are busy, so right. I'm right. taking advantage of this time because we used to be dinosaurs where we'd say, no, you have to come to the Farmingdale College right. and meet with right. us. And, so now it's really about um, you well, know being efficient. Yeah. yeah, and some of the positives that came out of uh, yes, COVID, there have right? been positives. Um, you know, so I want to remind everybody too that's listening that we're going to put Erica's contact information into our show notes. Uh, but we really, really appreciate you providing our listeners with this valuable information. Um, we look forward to having you back again as we can expand upon these conversations. Any final thoughts before we we sign off? Yeah, I just want to say thank you to you. Um, thank you to the listeners. Again, the SBDC is a great resource for you if you're in this country. I know you have listeners from all over the world, but if you're in this country, there is an SBDC near you. Um, you can find your local SBDC within your state by visiting um, americassbdc.org. And there's a click, find my center, and you'll find a center close to you. So there's an SBDC in every state and every U.S. territory. That's awesome. You don't have to be a lone wolf out there in business, right? That's you have, right. You That's have right. Friends. Okay. Uh, but again, uh, we want to thank our guest, Erica Chase, Regional Director for the Farmingdale College Small Business Development Center. My name is Tom Dolan. You've been listening to Economically Speaking. Have a great day, everyone. This episode of Economically Speaking Podcast was brought to you by the Town of Babylon IDA. To find out more information about today's topic, our guest, or to simply stay connected, please visit the show notes where you'll find all the relevant links.